Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We want to let you all know that 13 people have signed up to come to Croatia with us, which is so exciting. We have our Croatia trip next September. We do still have five spots left. So if you want to get in, you can sign up at bit.ly slash Croatia. We also want to remind everyone in season six, we are now releasing monthly bonus episodes for our Patreon supporters. So if you want to catch those, we our last one came out on everything, everywhere, all at once. Our next one is going to be coming out next week, and it's going to be on Fire Island. And we had so many thoughts. So many thoughts. So many thoughts. Want to hear. Love those gay boys. <laughs> We were also nominated for a Queer Tea Award for Best Podcast, which is really freaking cool. You can vote until tomorrow at bit.ly slash lesvote. We also want to remind you that we are going to have our next trivia event for Yellow Jackets. We will be doing Yellow Jackets trivia on season one leading up to the premiere of season two on March 26th. That's going to be starting at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. In the Greater Les Universe, Coming Out for Love by Nicole Kahn just came out. It is a queer dating show. Seems like it's super fun. And it's featuring Amber's Closet, who we've had on the podcast before. So really excited for that show. You should definitely check it out. And while we're on our gay reality dating show bullshit, um, let's Always. also talk about Love Trip Paris, which I think is on Freeform. So they basically take four women they're like shipping them to paris to find love in paris and i'm pretty sure only one of them is straight i think there's like one lesbian two bisexuals and a straight woman i'm ready to get my reality tv bullshit on let's do it also in the greater les universe i just saw on twitter today i think that they announced um leah johnson who wrote You Should See Me in a Crown and Rise to the Sun. I think they just announced she got like a, a crazy huge book deal to write another book. So we are going to have more Leah Johnson content coming, which I personally am very excited about. Loved her books. Very exciting. Also putting together so many things that I love. Demi Lovato is doing a new song for the next Scream movie featuring Jasmine Savoy Brown. Hitting all of our bullets right there. Every single bullet point. I'm super excited for this next Scream movie going to be great. It's going to be great. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome to our 100th installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should have been a little more gay. 100. Uh, we really like talking about gay shit, Lee. Like, that is insane. Are you, <laughs> are you ready for this, Ellie? Yes. Okay. But probably not. <laughs> In this week's episode, 
Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come on gay shit. We might have took the long way. One hundred should have been gays. You're welcome. You're welcome. I was ready, but I was I told I exactly what I I was not ready. I was not prepared. I I had been prepared. I would have practiced my harmonies, Lee. Why didn't you tell me? I'm so sorry. Here's the problem. And we would have been so out of sync. It would have been like a calm Yeah, it's rough. It's rough over the Zoom. It would be beautiful. Here's what here's what happened. I couldn't figure out the what to do because I had two show I had two things. And so mm. I didn't know which one to pick. And so I was like, let's just pick a neutral, like third middle ground, you know? So that's so Shania. we landed on Shania Twain. Yeah. Why not? Uh, can I tell you a super quick aside about Shania? Please. Before we start. Number one, love Shania. I had a really hardcore Shania Twain phase this year. Like, I don't know what it was, but like she just came into my life in a more intense way. And her Vegas show was ending and I seriously was writing out a budget of like, how can I go to see Shania Twain at the end of her Vegas show? And it's anticlimactic because I didn't go, but I wanted to so badly. I was trying to like, I was like, I will fly to Vegas for one night, see Shania and come back. Luckily she's going on tour, so I will see her on tour, but I love her. You sound like me this morning trying to find some way to make it to uh, LA in February. But anyways, anyways, we should get we should get get rolling. Let's do it. Yes. Do you want to introduce our first guest? I would love to. Welcome to Bethany Brown, pronouns she or hers, proudly pansexual, so none of y'all is safe from her love. Bethany also plays Ruby, a retired witch and Mel's girlfriend on Charmed. And you can see her on Nancy Drew and the astronauts on Nickelodeon. We are also obsessed with her. Welcome, Bethany. Hi, thank you. I'd forgotten that bio. And you're right. None of y'all is safe from my love. Okay, it's aggressive. Was that a better putting up of the spotlight video now? I feel really well spotlit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. That's like a hug. Everyone, do a Zoom clap. For Bethany, <laughs> we can't hear yeah, can you, we but we can feel you, and we can see you, which is really <laughs> yes, cool. Oh my god, wait, we can clap, and you're Amazing. all so beautiful. Yay! Yes, this is for any of you. I don't think we said this at the top of the episode. This is a live episode, so we are live on Zoom. We got some friends here with us, and we have two special guests. But Bethany's our first one, so let's dive in. We're gonna talk today about the school for good and evil. Are you ready? Oh boy. Lee, hit me with that IMDb synopsis. I'm not ready. So, yes. (laughs) Tell us more. Okay. Tell us more. Our IMDb synopsis, I I unironically um, love this because here's the IMDb synopsis for the School for Good and Even. School for Good and Evil. Best friends, Sophie and Agatha, find themselves on opposing sides of an epic battle when they're swept away into an enchanted school where aspiring heroes and villains are trained to protect the balance between good and and evil okay in case anyone missed it they're best friends <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> right. just got off right out the gate right just straight out IMDb the door really best wants friends. us to know they are just friends but we are not gonna have them be friends let's be real so let's talk gay synopsis bethany since you're our honored guest would you do us the honor of the first gay synopsis? Oh, thank you. Yes, I would love to synopso gay this for everybody here. <laughs> um, so in the village of Gay Vildon, two mm. misfits, <laughs> two misfits <laughs> share the most intimate of bonds. 
One night under the blood red moon, I'm not gonna get into that now, a powerful force sweeps them away to a school for good and evil, where all great fairy tales start. And as luck would have it, all turns to shit. But Morpheus, luckily Morpheus is there from the Matrix, and he knows that only true love's kiss can restore both girls' destiny. And what's truer than love between ladies? <laughs> wow. Damn, I also, now I wish you didn't go first because I'm screwed. <laughs> that was so good. Just, yeah, how do you follow that? That Honestly, you should have, I mean, we are recording this. We should, someone <laughs> should pay us for that audio. Like, they should use that for something. Yeah, like, how you, they need to use it for a trailer. The, the yes. fact that it even started with Gable Dawn, like, that's it. In a world. Um, unclear over. if Gavaldon is my favorite part or Morpheus from the <laughs> Matrix. Morpheus from the Matrix, right? Wow. Incredible. Well, Lee, do you have a gay synopsis? You just don't want to go next. No, I, I It's fine. I have mine. I'm ready, <laughs> Ellie. I'm not, I'm not intimidated. All right, all right, all right. Okay. After 100, here's my you gay, think. <laughs> here's my gay synopsis for School for Good and Evil. Very platonic best friends, Aggie and Sophie, show that the only real way to turn evil to good is to make it a whole lot gayer. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh, Beautiful. Uh-huh, That's uh-huh. what I landed on. Right to the point. All right. I'll jump in. Here we go. Hit us, Ellie. Best friends and lovers. Literally, and it was never hidden. They've been gay since the beginning, okay? Sophie and Agatha find themselves on opposing sides of an epic battle and can only save their school and each other by confessing their love for one another and sealing the deal with true love's kiss. Wow. Wow. That's it. That was magical. Simple, clear, plain as day. But like, the only thing I will say, this is skipping all the way to the end, that kiss could have been better. But but that's okay. (laughs) It was like... It was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... um, It was like... Okay, our lips touched, I guess. Great. This Literally, is a kiss. someone's like, she was dying. And I'm like, yeah, she, she was dying. But still. <laughs> she could have kissed better while dying. Fair. Very fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was dying. Like, if that was but... your last act on Earth, yeah, like, you fucking if, go for it, Like, right? I'm not saying there has like, to be tongue. I'm just saying, like... No, I'm sorry. If like... you're on your way out, if you're going into the light, slip some tongue, man. Like, when are you going <laughs> to do it again? Like... You're right. You'd if think you thought that's that was the, the best last time, time you could ever just slip kiss time. your love. Yeah, yeah but I'm also now I'm like, but she's a dead person. Like I feel like that's like a whole new layer. Like <laughs> she wasn't right. dead yet. I don't think she okay. was dead. Right, no, barely she was dead. Okay. But I think she was she dead. Was dead she was crying. Right? Yeah. I don't Sorry, know. Sorry, we were yeah. all I kind of just that, we need, that just came to me now. I just needed to. Wait, are you saying Aggie should have slipped tongue or Sophie? Because I'm saying Sophie should have. Oh, oh, you think when Aggie kissed her, Sophie should have been like, surprise, yeah. I'm alive. I think, I think Sophie should have been like, I'm on my way out and I got to make the most of my last remaining like heartbeats okay, on yeah, Earth. Yeah, yeah. Like, plan dead you to go, get those kisses. That's what I'm going to yeah. do. I'm so you, yeah, I'm not saying if you're kissing a corpse, slip some tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I did not not really think this is where we're going to start. I'm so sorry to kick us off that way. So let's dive in. Just some casual necrophilia talk to open up the episode. There's there's a lot of um, landmines for this particular movie, so we'll discuss all of them as we go. Listen. Um, But what was our experience? So, Bethany, when did you first watch this movie? What what was your experience? How did you feel about it? I first watched it uh, last week. And to be honest, like for the first hour, I was like, oh, 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 because I found it quite problematic, Mm. you know, and I don't like to drag anyone, any movie, because I think everyone does their best. We're all here doing our best. 
but like, oh, I was like, you know, just with how polarized, like the theme of black and white was and what they were saying evil was versus good. And I was like, yikes, are we still there? We're going to pull some of that apart, Mm -hmm. I bet. Yeah. So that was kind of my first hour of the film. And I was like, why did I pick this movie? Sorry. (laughs) And then as it started to like collapse into chaos... And, and like, you know, good started to question what good means and evil started to question what evil means. I was like, okay, that's more my vibe. Like, you mm-hmm. know, she's pansexual. Like, let's bring and add some colors and it's not just black and white, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, yeah, then I started to really kind of, I was like, okay, I can get into this. But there was definitely some problematic features, y'all. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, would, I will say, um, as you say, she was pansexual. I do feel like that was a huge thing, which was like, She's like, nothing's black and white. And I'm like, are you telling everyone, like, I'm sexually fluid. Like, you're not just straight. You're not just gay. Like, it felt very, felt very much like everyone's on a spectrum. And why are you being all so heteronormative? Right. There was some very intentional shit coming from Agatha. Right. Lee, what was your experience? My experience, the first time watching it, because I actually watched this, I I was very proud of myself because everyone knows how um, long it takes me to get on top of like recent releases. So I watched this real soon after it came out and I watched it because I'd seen like it had just been, you know, it had been out for a day and Twitter was just losing its mind over like, oh my God, how are they not gay? But I didn't actually know what happened yet. And it was another one of those where, like, I mean, you know how our lives go. We watched it over two nights. So we, like, watched the first half of the movie and very similar vibes, Bethany. I was like, wow, I like how they couldn't even pretend to, like, make good in any way redeemable in this movie. Like, interesting choice. Okay. Makes more sense, I guess, with the rest of the movie. But still, I was just like, wow, weird. And I was already, like, I was like, oh, my God, I can totally see them going for some, like, you know, kind of just, oh, she's going to, like, kiss her on the cheek and they'll be like, you're my true love. Because I think actually Kelsey called it first, like, that. there's one of those first lines in the movie where they're like, oh, uh, you know, her mother, who loved her more than anything in the world, died. But, like, thank God she got a friend who loved her even more. And Kelsey was like, weird? Phrasing. <laughs> 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 Like, that, what okay. a weird thing to say. To that be like, sorry your him. mom died, <laughs> but, like, your friend loved you even more. And I was like, here's what I'm calling. Like, they're going to go for, like, a, it's your true love kiss. I did not predict what actually happened. Like, could never have um, predicted the actual, like, on the mouth fucking bruh. Okay. So anyways, so then we watched the second night and we both just like screamed through the last five minutes straight of just like, they did not. They didn't. Really? No. Yep. Um, and that was my experience. Yes. Good times. We can talk more about how gay it is, but there's so much in the last, like the last five minutes is like the kiss and then is her kissing Tedros and then being like, okay, Bye. but I'm going to go. Yeah. I think I blocked but, out yeah. from the Tedros moment. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah. I just oh, don't worry, we'll dissect it in yeah, detail. Yeah, yeah. So it's but fine. then yeah, um, she's like, I gotta yeah. beat it, and then yeah, she, yeah. Just... she was like, it's been cool, but like I'm gonna go with my friend now. <laughs> yeah, and then like, <laughs> like what the hell? The whole dress moment. I was like, why did she have to be in a dress for like the whole like school for good? And then she went back to her old wardrobe, which I was like, yeah, like that wardrobe's dope. But that wardrobe was freaking awesome. Anyway, yeah, yes, the vest, the pants. For me, my experience was sort of similar to yours, Lee, in that this was one of those movies that, like, had too many people saying it was gay, that it was, like, being who we are, which is a hun- 
at our hundredth should have been gays. <laughs> we were like, okay, we have to watch this movie. So I went on like a little weekend getaway with my girlfriend and we watched it. Like the, the getaway was not specifically to watch this movie, but we were like, we have to get out of town to go see this movie. But we watched it at this cabin and I was losing it, like losing it at how gay it was. And the Fair. two main characters, but one thing that really um, has sat with me still, even on my second rewatch, is um, Charlize Theron and mm-hmm. Carrie Washington. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was very difficult to watch as a queer woman. Like, it was electric. That's all I'm going to say. Electric. Electric. So that was Listen, we're gonna we're gonna talk about them just the same way that we're gonna talk about um just Rafal in general. Oh, Rafal is so gay. Yeah. So, and yeah. his twin brother. Let's I think not honestly, forget, is it yes. Rian, Ryan? Yeah. 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 I think my first note that I wrote down at all, like the very first note I wrote down for the for the movie just says two fabulous brothers. They're like Gorgeous <laughs> wardrobe. these two brothers yes. like had a school and I was like, Yeah, they did. High Look fashion. At them. Like Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. They are right. serving looks Gorgeous. at this school mm-hmm. is what's happening. <laughs> so, so gay. Like, so gay. The fact also that it took Rafal how many years to find his quote unquote true love because you were looking for the wrong person. That's all I'm going to say. He's like, <laughs> he's like, and oh God, I'm Still sorry. Waiting. I wrote this. I wrote this down, but like inappropriate relationship with an older gay person like a little bit mm. of like a queer mm. awakening moment for some people you know yeah yeah where she's like rafal gets me and you're like oh does he, does he? yeah yeah her yeah. her awakening is rafal and lesso cutting her hair off like you we could write a, a full ass research paper just <laughs> about those two things her hair off and she's like you did me a favor i was like yeah. full liberation she's like i have been Uh, held down by my heteronormative hair for so long and you cut it off and i'm now me yeah that was and also serving looks listen it's a mood at this school you could see me in a crown scene that was something else so bethany Mm -hmm. let's talk Mm -hmm. what do you feel like when you were watching this what were some of the gayest things that stood out for you i think the moment my jaw uh, smashed the floor and I didn't know what to do with it was when the gentlemen decided to leap out with all of their swords and play with their swords with one another while everyone watched. I <laughs> yeah. Why is that not mm. where I expected yeah. you to start? And that's I forgot incredible. about that. It struck yeah. me. It struck me. And I um, you know, and excuse you, one of them had a subbing. magic a special magic sword, okay? But they were completely subbing for Tedros, right? Like, they're like, and we fall at your feet, Prince. Yeah. Like, what? What? <laughs> and part of me was like, I wanted to bring out a, a sword of my own and, you know, join in the dance. And I had no idea why. But that's also me. So. You're you're saying that the, the school for good boys doing their little demonstration at the beginning was like a circle jerk in the truest sense. Yeah. You can use whatever terms, you know, best <laughs> okay. suit, but it was remarkable. You know, it was, it mm. was, it it was, it, it, it existed. I don't even see, I'm lost <laughs> for words still. All right. Amazing. So that really got you. What else? I mean, there's a lot to, there's a lot to dissect here. What there was else a lot really to dissect was... there. I really thought that Agatha and Sophie opening in their little town and like, the only two queers and I was like oh that's such a cute 
story because it's so like you know when I was raised in a small town and when there is just like one other person who might be queer and like you got just band together so tightly that I was like oh how beautiful you know that opening yeah they're adorable together Agatha's like a whole gay Sophie's just there like simping for her and they're just carving their little names in a tree together they carve their names into a tree together when they first met each other also that is a gay move it was the first day they had met she has the crown on her head and they're like Agatha and Sophie forever yeah and they weren't wrong yeah Yeah, because they are still Forever. Together, forever. Into the wishing tree, too. Like Sophie also saves Agatha when she is being harassed. Yes. And the way that they talk to the the men, men, quote unquote, slash boys, yeah. I feel like is so gay. Where they're just like, we don't know who you are. She's like, sorry, who's Eric? <laughs> sorry, who? Which one was Eric again? <laughs> yeah. The boys do not register with us. So yeah. you said your yeah, name was like, Eric, but like, which one was Eric? Yeah. Yeah. They were so rude to those. They were so rude to those boys. But also the fact that they get called witches. Yeah. From the beginning, they are branded as outcast, queer, witches, and they. Freaks and weirdos. Like it, too. Yeah. That's the one thing that I like about the two of them, particularly Agatha. I feel like Sophie is more. I say, like, I feel like Sophie's journey is I wanted to be a princess and I wanted to be, like, loved by men and I want to find my prince. And then as she goes, she gets dropped in the school for evil, which to me is a metaphor for queer because they're actually the good ones. And then the school for good is, like, heteronormativity, right? So she gets dropped there and she's like, I'm good, I swear. And they're like, honey, you're not straight. You are here for a reason because you're gay. And then she starts to embrace her gayness, gets a little chaotic, as all baby gays do. Yeah. Cuts her hair off. And then she... As all baby gays <laughs> turns into a tornado, cuts yeah. her hair off. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, falls in love with an inappropriate person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Has like, her old bag like phase, as all baby gays do. Yeah. As all baby gays do. Sure. <laughs> then realizes she's Normal actually stuff. in love with her best friend. As all baby gays yes, do. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. yes, very fair. Literally dies for her best friend. Yeah, sacrifices herself. Sacrifices herself for her best friend. And at the end, even is like, oh, you can stay here and stay with this dude, but she does not want her to. And then when she goes with her, she's so happy. Like, they're so happy with no prince in sight. Back to their little that's town. My, that's my Sophie in a nutshell. Because I know we we have a sh- we have a shorter episode than usual today, so I'm giving a a tiny version of Sophie. But I feel like I hit okay. a lot of gay points. You hit a lot of I gay like points. Mm-hmm. What about hit Agatha? Us, Somebody hit us. With yeah, a hit us with what you've got Agatha. on Aggie, Bethany. What do you have on What do you have on Aggie? Let's Let's dive in. Let's do a quick run through of Aggie's gayest highlights. Well, I think you know, opening moment. I just started, just kick it off. She existed in a world. It's the pants. It's it's the outfit choice. Yeah. Uh, immediately, I did I did the exact same thing in high school. Um, you know, a Wait, solid can vest we see pictures and of this, please? oversized pants. Yeah. Pictures. 
Yeah, you know what? I'll try and find some photos because my friends actually did an intervention with me and my wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. And so they would... Wait, was it... How close was it to Aggie's? Because her, her outfit fucking slaps. Like, I'm sorry. She's in her, like, swashbuckling best and I'm here for well, it. Well, I clearly thought I slapped. I don't... I can't <laughs> say that I, I felt good. Okay. Um, nice. And so, you know, outfit choice number one, I think exploring that um mask of center approach is just you know this mm -hmm. hot like for me i was like oh Agatha, yes <laughs> work girl so yeah so i felt like that was that immediate moment and then you know heading over to well it's interesting because i feel like agatha knew a deep truth of what might be unconditional love like from the get-go and didn't necessarily know how to put it into like labels that other people might understand but knew that something wasn't working. Everywhere she went, something wasn't working. So then she got dropped into the school of good, but something just wasn't, like she wasn't like everybody else and she was always this kind of outcast. And But truly, I think, felt deep kinship and love for people, except not how they were functioning, you know, not how they were lying and, and trying to like perform femininity. And, and she was sort of shoved into performing it too in like this dress and... Do you know what I mean? And then like mm -hmm. her inner truth is that she's like literally a hero. She saves everybody in the movie multiple times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And and nobody more so than Sophie. I mean, good Lord. But, like Agatha, I don't think Agatha goes more than like a two minute stretch of this movie without saving Sophie at some point. Yeah, but also Tedros or whatever his name is. Yes. Like well, she, also she doesn't is stop. the only person who can use Excalibur well, right? Tedros, he, she's he's like uh, Rafal's like, oh that that sword is like a toy in your hand or whatever to Tedros, and then Agatha grabs the sword and literally kills him. Yeah, like yeah, yep. So for yep. me, it was like she was almost the only one who stood so deeply in her identity the whole time, and the arc was like everybody else kind of catching up. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like she was like a queer magnet that was just walking through this place and just like bringing all these other like people over to Like a queer lighthouse, yes. you know? Because yes. when you stand in like your brilliant queerness and it just like gives other people the opportunity to like discover themselves. Ooh, that's Agatha for me. Yeah. Yes. Well, and she, it's so funny that so many of the things that they did are like, because you're so right, Ellie. To me, I agree that like the School for Evil, it reads as 100% queer coded, like just a metaphor when you, for gayness. When you show right? up and there's this like completely bald woman like crushing yeah. it with like the eyeliner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, and and Sophie's like, I don't belong here, and like Agatha is just looking at like rows of dresses, and she's like, what in the ever loving fuck is Literally. this? Like, why am I here? I do not belong here. She's like, why are we tripping our over ourselves over these boys? Question mark. She could care less why? about Tedros. That's also what I hate that they force that. Yes. Yes, she's just like, I should be in the gay school. There's been a mistake. <laughs> she's like, Sophie hasn't realized things about herself yet, but I sure have. Listen, she's like, I jumped on my friend's body as she was being dragged through the woods <laughs> under a red sky to save her life. She's like, I know who I am, and it is not this heteronormative nonsense, mm -hmm. okay? Like... And they just pushed so hard on the whole, like, oh, all of this femininity. And she's like, yeah, this is all stupid. <laughs> like, why? True goodness is thinking all of that is dumb and boys are not worth it. And I was like, <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. 
I'm curious, Bethany, because you said something about a blood red moon in your synopsis, and you said we'd get get to that. Yeah, yeah. What do we want to do? Do we really want to circle back? Do it. <laughs> I just feel like I you know the moon and, and just beautiful processes that happened every twenty eight mm. days or yes, thereabouts. Yes, yes. And I was like, really, blood Great. red. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna start there. It's powerful. We all know that it's powerful. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> Also, can we talk about Sophie's incredible queer energy? She's, like, getting dragged across the forest floor by, like, some unknown monster monster entity. And she's literally just, like, living her best life. She is, like, so long, Gavaldon. Farewell, mediocrity. And I'm, like, she is so close to realizing so many things right now. Like, she's just exuding this queer energy. And I loved it so much. Well, and also the fact that Agatha was following her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why were you following her? Right? She's like, you, you were going to run away. I'm protector. like, why were you not in your house? Why are you even in this forest? <laughs> Fair question. Fair point. Ellie, uh, we have discussed Dykes and Shining Armor before, and that is Aggie to she a T. Is, she is. Okay? She's like, Sophie's going to do something stupid, and I have to save her. So yeah. she's following her everywhere. Yeah, a sprinkle of stalking um, on yeah. there. Yeah, you know. exactly. Dur, Dur has said, who hasn't done a, a bit of light stalking TBH in the chat? Yep. I mean, I so don't true. know. If, it's called a crush. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they just don't know. <laughs> just really like them. <laughs> like, we're getting married. So they just hadn't, like, noticed me yet. Like, they just don't know my name yet. Yeah. Like, there you go. Yeah. And also, okay, so let's dive a little bit into Sophie and Agatha's dynamic together with Tedros. So they both can't, can't quote unquote have a crush on the same guy, which I feel like is like such displacement. It's just like two on the nose. But then you have that trope of one person helping the other person get that get their crush to fall in love with them, right? And every time it pans over to Agatha's face, like when they're doing the um when they're shooting the bow, Agatha like cannot watch them together. And we're she supposed to read seething. it. Yeah, we're supposed she to like, read it from like a heteronormative perspective, I feel like, where she's like, oh, Tedros. And I'm like, why? She has never shown any interest in him before this bow thing. So she clearly cares about Sophie. Her, her soul is dying Crushed. at that moment. Like, just heart ripped from her chest. She like can't, literally can't even watch them. And then at the end, she kisses Tedros. And <laughs> she's like, I forget exactly what she said, but she said, I, oh, wait, I think I wrote it. She says, I can't leave my friend. You kiss a man and then say, I can't leave my friend. Hold your friend's hand and walk into a portal to triumphant music. I, okay, listen. <laughs> Here is a hill I will die on, okay? We see so many times of how jealous Agatha is. Yes. Right? We see her when they're shooting the bow together. We see her her reaction to the you should see me in a crown scene. When, when Sophie walks into that room with her fucking short hair and the skirt and the swagger and the walk. She is girls having a <clears throat> moment. Okay? So we see a lot of jealousy. We see... One moment, really, from Sophie. And it is when Aggie walks back to kiss Tedros. And Sophie looks away. Because she also is like, I'll go on without you, Aggie. Right? I will die on the hill that Aggie's just like, yeah, I can make you jealous too, bitch. Like, 
that kiss you think meant, that nothing. meant nothing to her and she yes. was just like look at this sophie i think yes oh. i absolutely think she was just like probing for a reaction because like she got it and then she's like oh i can't leave my friend though peace like she <laughs> could care less about tedros like i'm sorry when they're in that tower fighting rafael at the end and she like kisses sophie and bring them they do not even glance at Tedros. Like, he's also lying there, right? <laughs> like, they don't, not they don't. a glimpse in his direction. They could not care any less about that. Sorry to that man. They do not care about that man. They do not, <laughs> they do not care. Man. But for me, I felt like it was like the, because they're so young. And so, mm. in your youth, like for me, Tedros was like the guy that everyone's supposed to have a crush on. So, perform it, do it, try it, and then go, wait. I can't leave my best friend. My heart's pulling me that way. So for me, it was gentle discovery along the way. Not like, oh, I have this underlying truth that I'm in love with my best friend and I know it. No, I found out. And so did everybody else in the movie, including Morpheus, (laughs) about true love's kiss. (laughs) 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 Everyone knew. Right? Everyone. And you know what's so funny, though, is like if we read this movie... The way that we are with this with the school for evil being like gayness and the school for good being like comp het. It's so funny how this movie plays out, right? Because you watch, like, even to the point of of you watch Sophie be like, I am good. I can fit in. I can be passing. I'm in love with Tedros. No, that didn't work out. I'm in love with Rafal. That's what I'll do. I can be with these men and be what everyone wants me to be and it's literally not until she's like nope i love aggie that then that's that's goodness and i'm like what a so you're saying okay netflix goodness okay. is admitting you're in love with your best friend then you yes. are good yeah it's telling good the truth is gay is what netflix said <laughs> to me it's okay? just telling the truth that's yes. what goodness is yes. live your truth boo and discover it along the way and like you just try not to cause too much damage while you're discovering yeah, not try, try not to destroy <laughs> the whole world or whatever you, yeah. you know yeah, 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 like every but, fairy tale but yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that little thing yeah, yeah well and also like because i have i have one quote written down from sophie that i think is during it's during the the nevers ball like when they go crash the the nevers ball on their side and sophie has that moment while she's old lady blood magic sophie where she's like let's she <laughs> she pulls aggie to her <laughs> she pulls aggie to her and she goes let's show them how good we really are let's dance and i was like oh i'm here for that like what uh like who amongst us has not as a queer person like had that experience where you're like at a dance at a wedding at a something where you're just like i know other people are going to be looking at us but like we're just here to live our lives you know you're let's right. fucking dance like you're so right when you're just like yep we're two girls dancing and you're gonna lo- you're yeah. gonna you're gonna watch <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna watch as we <laughs> dance to so toxic bad. by britney spears like honestly oh, who I, hasn't i done almost that? <laughs> forgot the toxic moment that was that was something it's it's I mean, I will give them props for like, I don't know what they spent on the soundtrack for this movie, but like worth every penny. What do we think about like also the end for both schools, right? Because the end for both schools is that like they're going to merge, right? So this kiss between two women created like a rainbow bridge between the two schools. And now they're like, oh, you know what? Like, because also... There's this whole thing where it's like a never and an ever can never be together. 
right? And if you think about it from like this, the nevers and evers being together, like you're like, it's so unnatural. It's disgusting. Like they keep saying all that stuff. If you look at it like a queer relationship, then at the end, everyone's like, you know what? It's okay for the gays to be together. We're good. (laughs) That's how I saw it. Oh, I saw it as like, okay, like you have that comp het and then you have like beautiful queer school and then you're like actually why don't we be like super intersectional and Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like all come together and deeper you know discoveries of ourselves instead of like you know pushing kind of again so polarized but interesting interesting I agree though it is like now they can all be whoever they want to be yeah right like I think you can can read so many on the spectrum yeah at the end yeah and adding more so colors more fluid. to yes. any, you know, it's the beautiful rainbow array. Let's talk a little bit because we don't have a lot of time before we go into our next one. But I want to talk about, I don't know their names. Dovey and Lesso. Yeah. Sean yes. Please. And Please. Dovey and Lesso. Lady um, Lesso. Yes. Sorry. The, first of all, Lesso as a character. Whew. Just kidding. <clears throat> Just those gay. pants. Wow. Those vests. The like bow tie. Yes. 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 <laughs> For those of you who are not on the fireplace, yeah, getting yeah. A little hot. So I'm turning it off. Yes. For those of you who are not watching this live, um, Bethany is fanning herself because it's getting hot in here. Lesso. Lesso. Literally, her, Lesso. Like, somebody just said her name is literally Lesso. It is. <laughs> so true. So true. If they were not trying to tell us something with the hair, with the outfit, they said it with the name mm-hmm. and with the way that she talks to Dovey. Mm-hmm. She calls her princess. And I'm just like, ladies, there, keep it in the bedroom. There is some serious tension between the two of them. And- um, Can I also wait? Hold on. I just need to highlight my absolute gayest dovey moment while we're on the two of them Mm -hmm. which is anyone who's watched like the old school l word did anybody else have like a really just laugh out loud reaction to dovey with her little magic finger drawn little circles in the air going summon enough passion and you can accomplish anything and i was just like Oh boy, there is something happening here that I was not prepared for. Um, they called it their finger glow. Yeah, and that just—I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. They have magic fingers at this school. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. They're like, so we're gonna give you all your magic finger powers, straight people. <laughs> yeah, just remember, it's all about passion, girlies. It's all about passion. <laughs> And, and circular motions, yeah. And circles, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotta draw some passionate circles. We all <laughs> learned everything we know from Poppy. We get it, Dovey. We're right there with you, okay? Yes. I also think there's, oh, there's a moment here where Charlize Theron's character says, Nevers, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> and that was life-changing. Yeah. But every single one of those little water. queer babies, like every single one of them was like, yep, prick me. Like they yeah. were like, please, please, Lady Lesso. Like, I want to Make it hurt. Step on me, Lady Lesso. As yeah, she okay. penetrates their magic finger. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just some light magic finger penetration is what we're in for you in know? this movie. Okay. Me nuts. <laughs> it was intense. Literally, the last thing I wrote down at the movie is just um, when when Aggie and Sophie go back home and they're like walking down the road together. I just said, at least they still have their magic fingers. Like they make sure to show us that they're like, don't worry, everyone. The magic fingers came with them. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. To gable didn't, on. To gable on. We love Gable Dawn. And they, I mean, they go back to Gable Dawn and they pretty much pick up exactly where they left off, left off except Gayer. They're except so in touch in with themselves. Yeah. They've kissed. Yeah. They're so in love at the end. They're little, they're like hip bumping on the little walk. They're like holding hands. Like they're just so gay. Also, Lezo and Lezo, Lezo and Dovey at the end when they're like, maybe we could be friends. And you're like, this feels like then they go to hug each other and they can't hug yeah. and they're like baby steps baby steps yeah, because like, it's electric yeah they're like it's they were too overcome much. it's too much they've they were been like, we've pushing never even... this down for a long time right what you resist persists yeah. and it like it took over they're like oh god not yet <laughs> <laughs> one finger at a time <laughs> <laughs> one glowing finger at a time <laughs> oh my god wait Kristen just said in the chat that in the book so there's a book of this which we should talk super quickly about before we go to our Q&A in the book Dovey and Lesso are together oh my god stop I love them so much so, I want them to kiss I see it <laughs> um, but we I just <laughs> want to I want them to kiss the way Sophie and Aggie kissed actually better no well, better. better you're right you, we want one to be dead and okay yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. better just a, a little a little corpse I, tongue in action no, no, no. <laughs> I envision it in that in that dungeon that um that Lesso oh my God. in the doom room <laughs> yeah, where she's where she cuts her hair off with a cleaver also, I, can we talk about how yes. fucking dope of a gay bar that would also be the Doom Room? Yes. Right? And Barbershop. The Doom Room, where you come get your gay haircut. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ha, I'm here for it. I would it. go to, like, I have never had my hair very short, but, like, I would get it very short if Lesso cut my hair. That's it. So, Charlize Theron, if you're with out there. With an axe? You could cut my hair with an axe. <laughs> does that does that also just cut it off? Take yeah, it, take it like, off. that just has queer energy as well. To just be like, oh my god, yeah, I just went and got like a new haircut. It was in a dungeon. The guy cuts it with an axe. Like that that's a real place that exists that is owned the, by like, a gay person. All the TikTok lesbians are like <laughs> yeah. posting about it, and they're like, "Have you heard? <laughs> yeah, have you been to the Doom Room? Got my haircut there. It's just like ruthless axe haircuts. <laughs> have you heard? Like it looks." so horrible too like you've been chopped it with an axe it's like so uneven no and it's perfect because then it goes so well with Sophie like I love how Sophie's like what is my power and they're just like you have bees a swarm of bees because you're a fucking cottagecore dyke with bees bees. you're making honey like yeah she's missing Yes, and she's uh, like, I'm going to have my fucking axe haircut and my bees, and I'm going to, you know, make my own paper. That's how, that's how we're going to roll. <laughs> There's too much. There's too much. Yeah. Um, okay, so. My axe haircut. Wait, yeah. what? I want to, oh, I wanted to mention one more thing before we go to the Q&A, um, which is, like, to talk about the Twitter discourse about this film, because oh, it Jesus. is very controversial. Wait, do you are you even aware of what is supposed to happen in the books, Bethany? Have you dug into this at all? 
No, and I'm not on Twitter either, but, like, tell me. Okay, yeah, why don't you tell us, But beyond all of the many other problematic things about this movie, when when all of the gays descended onto the internet to be like, why is this the gayest movie I've ever seen in my life? Like, they're literally, this is true love's kiss. And everyone was like, oh, my God, like, they're a they're just friends like how dare you and b apparently they're supposed to like further down in the books like it gets revealed that they're actually sisters <gasps> oh and so Excuse me. yeah i'm sorry yeah. i wasn't and ready for so, that no no one could ever be ready and so everyone was like giving like all the gays shit where they're like wow i can't believe you're shipping like sisters together that's disgusting and we're like i didn't write this movie okay <laughs> like we I'm had sorry. no clue that they were sisters all, all this obviously this is not on and us. I didn't know True Love's Kiss could come from a sister. No. That's new mm-hmm. information for me, personally. <laughs> yep. But love, In- you know, new love. information Maybe for this us is all, a discussion honestly. about love. Because yeah. I think, you know, there's erotic love and then there's familial love and where we want to put true love in there. Yeah. Listen, it's I, not even about where you want to put mean? true love. It's where you want to put Aggie and Sophie's love, and it is not familial or platonic. Like, I am sorry. It's not. Because if one of my siblings kissed me and I was dying, okay, I'm not going to call it true love. Yeah. They're my You'd sibling. be like, I love you too, but bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, that's peace. Not like, and it. I'm not going to, like, roll with them out in the end if I'm crushing on somebody. I'll be like... Bye, bye, brother. Bye, sis. <laughs> bye. Gonna stay, gonna stay with this, with this man. Literally, like, yeah. you'll be fine, right? <laughs> but yeah, I also do feel like, yes, Kristen said, if it was a platonic kiss, it wouldn't be strong enough to function as the magic of true love's kiss. Thank you. Yes. That's all we're like, saying. Yes. yes. That's all we're saying. But also, I was going to say, but it's too too big of a discussion to get into, but I always find it comical because people post all the time on our social media of like, they're just friends. How dare you do all this stuff and whatever. And like, I feel like women can be friends with each other. Like, but that's not the point of our podcast. No. The whole show is to talk <laughs> not about here they can. How, not these, here. how these women are gay together. Like, just have fun with it. Like, calm down. Like, people are so like, well, are you but, saying that female friendship doesn't exist? I'm like, no, we're just saying but these no. two women it's also it's so funny when they do that in a movie that so clearly is creating these parallels where it's like you know oh it, true love she wants it to be tedros's kiss but it's agatha's kiss she failed the trial by tail because she wouldn't throw tedros his sword but she uses her last dying breath to like magic finger that sword up into aggie's fucking hand and you're like i'm i this is not coming from us. Like the movie We're not is doing this. this. We're not imagining this. This is happening. I didn't write it. It. This is. I'm just. We're just reporting the we're facts. Reporting is all the we're facts, saying. Yeah. Literally, just calling it as we see it. It's yes. Just. But Lee, maybe uh, at some so point ridiculous. we should have an entire episode where we talk about what's the difference between platonic yes. and gay yes. friendship. Yes. Let's do it. Do it because that. But it also can get complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I think it's a really good topic to have, especially when like you're first coming out and you've got all these cool feelings and then you're like, I've got cool feelings for my friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yep. It can yep. be really hard to decipher as queer people also. So you got to yes. you got to toe that line. And then you... talk about boundaries because they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes. But OK. This, on this that show note, is less, so <laughs> on that note, should we like, do what should we boundaries do some real quick? There should be burnt down. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> By evil. Um, should we do some real quick yes. ships? Let's dive into our ships. I mean, for me, it's got to be Agatha and Sophie. That's obviously. That's it. 
Their What's ship, our name ship name online is Agafy. I, I reject this. <laughs> but you can come up with a new one. Sotha. Sotha. <laughs> um, neither of them have. Do they have last names? I they don't, have don't last know what names, they're. Right? I think they're like Sophie of Gavaldon, right? Sophie and Agatha of Gavaldon. Gavaldon, yeah. Um, <laughs> Gavaldon. The Gavaldon girls. Yeah, the, uh, no, I don't the know. Gavaldon Agatha. I'm. We're we're not going to come up with anything better than that, but I still don't like it. <laughs> well, somebody said, "Oh, sofa, sofa." <laughs> that's good yep it's sofa sofa. (laughs) wow what about what what about because i also want to ship lesso and dovey oh yeah lovey it's lovey oh why am i even second guessing this it's lovey that's cute lovey so fuck so fucking gay (laughs) so fucking gay gay. yeah yes um (laughs) do we ship anyone else is there anyone else we ship maybe tedros and all the sword men (laughs) <laughs> or like Gregor, we didn't talk about him. He was oh, the one who just wanted Gregor, to like man. have his own <laughs> little, right? Like he wanted his own little grocery store. Yeah. And this, then he I got feel turned like into that bird. Movie, that while you're talking about some of the problematic tough. things in this movie, to me, the most problematic thing in this movie is how they just never deal with the fact that they just straight up fucking killed, killed Gregor. <laughs> yeah, like you just killed him, and then they're just like, "Well, move on." And I'm like, "Bye." Yeah, they're like, what? That when that girl comes up from the water and she's like, it's been a hundred years. And you're like, yeah. This is so fucked. <laughs> and so everyone's fucked. like, nothing to see here, nothing to see. <laughs> Just this little girl. They're dying. like, smile, girl, smile, or you'll fail and die. <laughs> yeah, that's normal shit. Yeah, yeah. Normal, totally good shit. Yeah. Yeah, Just but Gregor sure. definitely was like a little baby gay. Like, yeah, he was right. He was like, um, in what's it called? In Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, the elf who wants to be a dentist. Yeah, Hermie. He's a little yeah, Hermie. Yeah, he's a okay. little Hermie. Oh, I can see that. I love them. All right. Um, let's, okay. Can we? we can, can we agree, just say though. school for good and evil? Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Yes. Should have been gay. Oh yeah, Hester and all the girls from the school for evil are also gay and dating oh, each so other. True. Sorry. Thank you for yes. that reminder. All right. Absolutely. Let's go into our Q and gay. You ready? Q. 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 And. Yay. Question number one, which school would you be in? A, good, or B, evil? Or C, the the final school where they're both merged. <laughs> final rainbow school. <laughs> the, the final, final rainbow school. Yeah, yeah. Final rainbow school, yeah. Okay, totally. I'll add that totally. as an rainbow option. School. Yeah. Final rainbow school. <laughs> Is that what they call it? Uh, I don't think they give it a name. Uh, we're naming but it. But I like the rainbow we school. We make the rules now. <laughs> we're the captain now. I like okay. it. Question two, Bethany, how would you fail as an ever? A, not smiling, B, getting a cut, C, falling off a horse, or D, running away from the forest? Um, I, getting a cut. Um, I once lost a job at landscaping because I was struck by a pine cone on the arm. And then I let the person know I'd been wounded. And struck they thought, by. <laughs> literally. And they thought I should, I could head home whenever. Anyway, so it was one day long, my landscaping oh, career. Wow. So it would be getting Wonder a cut, yes. It's okay. You know, we each have our things. <laughs> Not everybody's good at everything, but everybody's good at something, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three, who is the gayest? A, Aggie, B, Sophie, C, Rafal, or D, Lesso? Oh, I need to say Lesso because I want that axe haircut now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lesso. <laughs> It is. Everybody sign up for your time slot. Yes. There's a line around the block. 
Yeah. Yes. Um, question four. What would you be the most scared of out of A, the pansies, B, the reapers, C, the fairies, or D, old lady Sophie? Um, the reapers. Mm. Yeah, because I don't, I don't think being scared of elderly people is okay. It's um, not that she's old and therefore scary. It's that she is scary and happens to look old. True. And I think it was like if you pulled in the blood magic moment and like, you know, some of the stuff like like how she was actually using it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Like she's scary. But like I love elderly people. Yeah. But here's the problem. <laughs> she doesn't look old. She looks like uncanny valley to me. I liked when she when she changed and she was like, I'm beautiful, aren't I? I, I like I was like, she's really embracing herself. You know, I like she's it. feeling herself. She's finally. really embracing Right. Her. I'm about empowerment. Yeah. All right, question number five. When is Aggie the most whipped? A, under the red moon. B, matchmaking. C, the forest. Or D, the kiss. The most whipped? The most the kiss. Whipped. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm the most whipped, too. <laughs> anyway, it's not about me. It's not about me. The kiss. <laughs> the kiss. <laughs> Final answer. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Bethany, thank you so much for joining us for our live episode tell everyone listening where can they find you on all the social medias and if you have anything fun coming up hit me up on instagram um bethany brown at bethany brown and i've got a new movie we just shot it in bulgaria and paris of all things yeah so that'll be very very exciting that'll be coming out i think in a couple months that's fun very exciting Mm -hmm. so yeah come hang with me on instagram until we have that fun movie coming out Yay, it was so Amazing. good to see you again. A virtual round of applause for Bethany, everyone. And we're going to bring... Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Bethany. Bye. Okay. This means Are we time. ready? Is everyone, is everyone ready for our second segment of this? I'm ready. This is... what a, I'm having so much fun, Ellie. This is great. <laughs> I've already cried last. So glad so we far. did this. I'm, yeah, I'm so happy <laughs> we did this, too. Oh, hey, everyone. <laughs> Why don't you welcome our second guest of the evening? Um... You probably know her as April from Teenage Bounty Hunters. You might have seen her starring in Icon, which I think is now on Prime, everyone. And, you know, you'll obviously soon get to hear her as uh, Ileana in the hit podcast musical Journey to the Heart. <laughs> surprise, Coming surprise. Coming soon. <laughs> um, say hi to Devin. Hails, everyone. Hello. Yay. Hi. Such silent clapping. I love it. <laughs> For all of you uh, who are listening and not seeing, people just freaked out. Tops are off. Like, it's getting crazy in here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here, Devin. We have missed you. It's been a while since we've talked to you. I know, well, Lee talks to you probably constantly, but. Yeah, all the time. I'm just, I'm like, I won't leave her alone. It's a little much. We're texting, we're connecting <laughs> all the time, staying linked. Yes. And this is your first time on a should have been gay, which is yes. very exciting. Mm-hmm. So happy for mm-hmm. you. What an what a joy this is gonna be. What an yes. honor it is for me. I also every time I posted about it or reposted about it on Instagram, I was like, I do feel like this is about me, just like as a person. Everybody being like, mm, should have been gay. <laughs> one one of these days we'll have to do an episode Devin, Devin be honest gay. be okay. honest it was the she's the man uh Halloween costume yeah 
Look, <laughs> I I know. Look, I know. Whatever it is, I know. It's okay. It's okay. We can't all. It's one of our favorite movies. So it's okay. listen. Did you listen to our She's the Man Should Have Been Gay? It was a great episode. I haven't actually. Oh, you'll have to. You'll have to go back. Go check it out. I need know? to go back. I was. I told you guys earlier that I, as like my homework, I did listen to a Should Have Been Gay episode and I picked Stick It because I was um obsessed with that movie when I was younger yeah, so, and so were we <laughs> it's one of those where I look back I think I've talked about like uh, A Knight's Tale and like the Shannon Sussman thing where mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like hmm and then I was cracking up because you all were talking about the ice bath scene and I was like huh <laughs> And then I went on TikTok and I was like, I wonder if anybody else is talking about this. And it showed clips and I was like, huh, interesting. Yep. <laughs> Everyone else is talking about the ice bath scene. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Is. It's, uh, no one is wrong. It's formative. It is. It formative. is yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. to what degree. I don't know that I've figured out, you know, how that's really manifested in my life, but I know that it had an impact. Um, well, so. Devin, look, we're here for you whenever you come to a conclusion about all of this, okay? We just want you, it's a safe space. We're going to start with Wednesday, though, just Kay. so you know. Got it. Give ourselves, a, give ourselves a little path to go down. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, this, let's talk, well, do the IMDb synopsis because my experience with this like I just I love this I love the show I just really did love it okay for anyone who's not familiar with uh with recent Netflix series Wednesday um the IMDb synopsis is as follows um funny it starts with the word follows follows Wednesday Adams's years as a student when she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability thwart and solve the mystery that embroiled her <laughs> parents. This is this is another entry in our someone had a stroke while writing this. <laughs> I know synopsis what this IMDb synopsis is supposed to mean. <laughs> but yes. Um, Devin, yes. do you have a gay synopsis for us? Okay, for I do. I, you, I'm not 100% sure that I understood the assignment, but I did try. So you can... Okay. okay. <clears throat> That's all we ask. Okay. Small, cute, angry, hypervigilant lesbian interacts with a series of terrible, haunted men and gets saved physically and emotionally by a small, cute, rainbows and puppies bisexual. <laughs> you understood the assignment. Nailed the assignment. Crushed it. <laughs> also, I want like haunted men to be more Your of a part of just everyday. Men conversational phrases what <laughs> is why that is that's incredible a series of terrible haunted men mm-hmm. yes. yeah yeah yes. <laughs> amazing this is definitely uh, an indictment of heteronormativity this <laughs> series yes for sure Truly. ellie do you have a gay synopsis i do um unlikely roommates enid and wednesday team up to solve a monstrous mystery and find out that opposites really do attract when they become partners in more ways than one Mm. Wow. Leaving a little I, more to the imagination. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I do love them together. I was watching some compilation videos today that were really hitting me in the feels. Yeah. <laughs> I am Yours? afraid yeah. because I did so much homework looking about on TikTok. Now I'm afraid it's all it's going to show me on my For You page. <laughs> it is just <laughs> yeah, like when yeah, yeah. Claire edits. So I'm like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's not no, the worst. not that that would be bad, but, yeah, but like, ev- it's eventually, okay. hopefully, it filters out. Yeah. Yeah. Lee, what's yours? Um, okay, listen. I have to be 100% honest. I tried so hard to write a gay synopsis for this. That wasn't what I'm about to do. Oh God! <laughs> and I just couldn't. So I'm gonna. I'm hold on. I'm gonna move this a little farther away, just so I don't blow out my audio. Oh God! For what are you? Are you okay. I, if I had, you, I really you... wish. I wish I had like symbols because th- you really need to imagine this with like a, a, a symbol crash at the end. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's all I have for my gay synopsis for Wednesday. Okay. And they were roommates. Okay. <laughs> just that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, there you mm-hmm. go. Crash. Beautiful. That's all you have. I think this is That's, probably If I could one replace of... the IMDb synopsis with just those words, good enough for me. That's the synopsis. I of have the a show. question for both of you, which is like, what are your favorite roommate stories before this? Because, like, to me, I'm like, actually, I feel like this is one of the best ones. The only one That's I good. can think of is like, New Girl, those roommates, right? Who else? Would you consider, um, like, the people in Friends to be roommates in a way? Yeah. I mean, yes, but, but like. No. Like, the she's the man love story, that's roommates. That but she rooms with the dude. Yes, but the the heterosexual one. The the one that's actually canonly. Oh, who cares about that? <laughs> so far, they've all been pretty heterosexual. All right. I do, like, I like when Lindsay Lohan has to be her own roommate in Parent Trap. I think that really gets that story going. <laughs> Yes. You're like, I'm just really inspired by the sisters, Aggie and Sophie, and I want to bring that energy into our section. Yeah. That, got, that got complicated there at the end. So I was like, oh yeah. my God. But you know what? We did not know that. Bef- we did not know that when we were, when we originally were diving into our Twitter. No, I believe you. Shit. I believe you. But then what are you going to do? The, mov- the movie has not said they're sisters yet. All right, so maybe they never turn into sisters in the movies. We don't know. Yeah, we, could we can change it. Deviate yeah. from the source the material. Yeah, exactly. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right, but let's dive in to Wednesday. I just love, can I, can I start with my experience since we're talking about experiences? And <laughs> yes. I'm just like, I want to say it. Ellie's like, forget death. Push it out of the way. Like, I want to talk I just about get it out my of the way. experience. Because yeah. I loved this show. Like, I just like started watching it and I just kept binging it. And I I loved it. I love that they have Christina Ricci in it as this cameo because we'll talk about this later, maybe, but like Wednesday Family, um, sorry, Adam's Family Values is like one of the best Adam's Family movies ever. And so then to just bring it all back together, I felt like was the perfect thing to tie it in a bow. And then, yeah, Enan and Wednesday just really got me. They were so cute together. So I loved it. It's it's they're just there's something magical about them. I agree. Yeah, they're very wholesome. And um, so Devin, precious. as our guest, do you want to tell us yours? <laughs> oh me? Should I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. are you here? What? Who? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll stop. No, no, Go no, no, no. no. <laughs> I really liked it. I watched this like month and a half ago, maybe two months ago. Probably not that long after it came out. So maybe two months is too long. I the first episode. I, like, wasn't totally sure because her, you know, her physicality and, like, it's oversimplifying it to call it a bit, but, like, the performance that she gives is obviously very specific. And at first I was like, hmm, if this is all there is, I don't know. But then, obviously, she is, I think, actually kind of a genius. And 
gives us so much more than that. And then I, yeah, think the two of them together are so unbelievably precious. And then I just had to know what happened. I had to know, you know, who who is the bad guy? Who's the hide? And then every time I sort of thought I know where it was going, knew where it was going, it switched. And so, yeah, I I had a really good time watching it, yeah. actually. I'm totally with you. I was, it was um, giving me flashbacks to when uh, Ellie and I just did one of our bonus Patreon episodes on Mulholland Drive. And we talked a lot about, have you, have you seen Mulholland Drive? So if you watch Mulholland Drive, it's really weird because you watch it and you're like, does Naomi Watts just like not know how to act or like what? Like I've seen her in stuff and she's a fantastic actress. Like, did she not know how to act in whatever year this came out in? Like, I don't understand and then you realize what's happening like through like the movie she's, she's like, like she doesn't know how acting to act. like someone who doesn't know how to <gasps> act and it's like I feel similarly about the Wednesday performance in this is you're just like are you just like a flat person but then the like the restraint you have to have to let the moments that then start to peek through start to peek through the way they do yes. I'm like brilliant that brilliant. was what was Love the most it. exciting yeah and and it's not I guess like it's not that I thought she wasn't doing anything at the beginning I just thought oh this is like just a thing that we decided we're gonna do and but then yeah looking for those little moments of like is Mm -hmm. there just like the slightest little upturn of her lips or like is there something different in her eyes looking for that was really exciting just a breathing change like yeah you know just something subtle they're Mm -hmm. subtle they're all around Enid anyways who's (laughs) yeah true true what not me Anyways, yes, I also, I actually watched this pretty recently. So I've only done like one full watch through. I'm just steel trapping it up here for tonight because we we finished it like last week. So <laughs> it's fresh. <laughs> it's fresh in here. Um, but I, listen, we've already done a should have been gay on the Adam family, family just in, in general, general and yeah. on the T for T energy that, uh, that Morticia and Gomez bring. So I love that we get like a whole opportunity to talk about Wednesday. I know because fully like, dive in I feel like we were Wednesday. like Wednesday's a little baby gay in like Adam, yeah. in the Adam's family, like 1991 era. A hundred percent. Like this brings it to a whole new level, like a whole new level. So let's just talk. Like you said, Lee. They are roommates. So, <laughs> so we literally have Wednesday show up to this school that she's like, I don't want to be here and immediately meets her opposite. And like, I just feel like the development of this relationship is so perfect. They like, I wouldn't say they hate each other either. Right. Like, I don't feel like they ever hate each other. They're just like slightly they like just clash. I don't get you. Yeah. And, and the only yeah. the only times they like come closest to duking it out are just because they care so much. Mm-hmm. Because Enid just cares about her so much. And oh, Enid. Uh, she's just I love her. She's so sweet. Like I don't know. I just immediately the second that she shows up and she's just like, here's my room. I'm Sparkle Rainbow. And you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Leah, I know you want to talk about the color scheme (sighs) of the room. Like how many lesbian sweaters does Enid even own? Honestly, (laughs) at this point, like I am. I'm sorry. Like once again, this is I didn't dress her. This is on wardrobe. Okay, if you're going to buy the fucking lesbian flag on like six different sweaters and continue to put her in them, 
that's not on us. <laughs> that's on you. That's on you, okay? <laughs> How many people have you seen in those sweaters, though? Caitlin was wearing one the other day. She, like, posted mm-hmm. an Instagram story, and I was like, that that lesbian sweater, though. Like, yeah. Yes. But it's I also like the color contrast between them. Like, there's when I was watching some fan, some fan compilation videos today, there's, like, something about the the song was like somewhere only we know was running underneath it <laughs> and i'm like watching it as the song's playing under and enid's on her colorful side and wednesday's on her completely black side and they're just like both looking at each other and the music was playing and i was like why is this the most romantic thing i've ever seen in my life i you know what's funny is like i haven't even seen it and i can picture it so clearly in my mind with like with a slow-mo like the saturation drops cut fade yeah yeah there were i don't remember if it was just one or if there were multiple but there was definitely one shot of them where they're standing in front of the stained glass window and they're facing each other Mm -hmm. and i was like ah They're yes. so close, yet so far, yet so close. Yes. Well, and there's, so there's that scene with them, Lee, maybe you, because I, I also watched this a little while ago and I just did like a quick refresh in my brain, but there's the scene too where they're out on the balcony and Enid's crying and Wednesday's like trying to understand why she's crying and they have like this what yeah do you know what i'm why talking is she about crying i forget yes, yes, why yes. she's crying I, I know it's so bad but now i'm trying to like scroll through my notes on like all of the episodes being like when did this happen but then like they have a moment where i feel like one of the things that i love about enid and wednesday's whole thing is like you said oh it's because she couldn't wolf out you're right so she was having a like a hard time uh, yeah. about she and she's like i'll out. never find love yeah yes yeah, yeah. Ugh. And Wednesday's like, I don't understand. We can just be roommates forever. Why is this such a problem? <laughs> you never need to find love. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I'm your pack. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I also feel like Wednesday actually, like, does not try to understand any people. Like, she doesn't quite care to understand anyone around her except for Enid. Yes. Like, she's still, tr- even though, like, they're so different, she's like, I want to understand you and like, I feel like that's, like, the gayest thing ever. But, like, you know, when, like, in, like, a rom-com where they're like, I just want to know you. Like, that's what I feel like. <laughs> well, because I, I also feel like Enid is the first person in her life that's been a stranger who has actually chosen to stick around long enough to fully get under her skin. And then she has no choice but to be like, well... I haven't been able to scare you off like everybody else, so I guess my only other option is to, you seem to like me for some reason, so I guess I can try. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's so funny because it's like, I mean, again, listen, you know me, and you know how much I love writing uh, just a deep research paper on everything. (laughs) I feel like I want someone to, like, write me a thesis paper, okay? Someone write me this uh, thesis paper on, like, what it what it means for Wednesday to have grown up with the parents, this like idealized relationship that she's seen her whole life of her parents, where she's like, Hmm, weird, uh, heterosexual doesn't ring a bell for me. And she's like deeply like PDA heavy. Like that's not how I roll. And so she just has like no role models, you know? And then you watch her trying to like sort it out this whole show Right. Like, I feel like this whole show is Wednesday trying to be like, what 
is caring for someone? Is it these boys? No, that seems to be incorrect. <laughs> is it this? Is it this boy? It's not that boy either. Is it? Oh, it's oh, it's Enid. Oh, it was Enid. And you're like, oh, oh, honey, like yeah, it was right there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's really true. Yeah, she's got these parents that are this like heterosexual hyper sexualized version super sexual yeah yeah and then she obviously deeply cares about thing but that's family basically yeah. mm -hmm. and her uncle but that's family like that was obviously this is not really on topic but yeah like when uncle fester showed up and that's the first time you see her sort of like really light up I was like oh my god she's in there like there's this yeah. whole other yeah so she does cool. care yeah she does care mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just don't think she's been shown what it looks like to care outside of like the Morticia Gomez like you know just boning in front of you at for every sure yes yeah <laughs> yes she's like there's the bone fest that is my parents and then what 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 else i don't understand yeah. she's yeah. like i threw piranhas at these boys that doesn't seem to be it <laughs> so i don't like it i feel something but i don't think that's quite uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> well i also seen a lot online which i really actually like of that like wednesday reading as ace oh yeah and so i also feel like that's really like enid and enid and wednesday together if wednesday is ace is also really nice because i feel like enid is one of the only people who respects her boundaries like there's that whole um scene where enid tries to hug her and she's like oh okay so we don't hug like you're not a hugging person that's okay so i also feel like it could be a really like interesting dynamic to explore where Wednesday's mm -hmm. like I care about you but I don't show it in the like like you said like I don't show it in the way that my parents do and like I actually don't want to be sexual but I care about you and I want to be your partner but like not in the way that like my parents have been and that like Enid could actually understand her in that way I just yeah. think that'd be such a like I don't think they're going to go someone, there. I do not think they're going to go there on the show, but their... I think that would be an amazing like storyline to explore. Someone write us their dissertation on the Adams family things and Wednesday as like a gray ace and her girlfriend Enid. Yes, please. Yes. Please. Please. Yes. Email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. But, but Devin, in, when you were like doing your research and your homework, what were some of the other things that felt super Yeah, tell us your favorite fan edits. About what songs? What songs yeah, what were, were the songs playing <laughs> in the back of the... <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. 
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I obviously felt like sort of the through line, even though we all agree, like, they never really hated each other. That idea of, like, I kind of resent you, I resent you, I resent you, I resent you. Oh, wait. I feel something just as strong. Oh, but oh wait, you moved out? Wait. That's not that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, the episode nine confrontation after all the birthday stuff, when Enid goes off on her and she's like, I've tried to be your friend. I have tried to think about your feelings, even though I do not understand them. I've told other people that even though you seem like a weirdo serial killer, like, you're I... You're just shy. You're just yes. shy. <laughs> hilarious that she could be thought of as shy but I don't know that just felt like the deep rage of like I care so much about you and I know that you're a good person and I oh I want to like in can we can we also dig into that that whole like spiel like that rant that she goes on well specifically because of so you're mentioning like the episode it happens I want to contextualize a little bit for us because this happens right after the birthday scene sure but it also happens right after when she makes Tyler pick her up right and she uses Enid to sneak out because she's like Enid's like oh my god I could tell them that I need to like wolf out and go to this thing and she's like amazing and so she uses both Tyler and Enid and there's this moment in the car where Tyler goes I thought we were going on a date and and Enid goes, I thought this was girls' night out. And I'm like, you can say you thought it was a date. <laughs> yeah, correct. Like, like, honey, you both thought it was a date. It's, you both thought so. It's okay. Like, that it's okay. moment was so <laughs> And cute. it's after that. It's after that that she finally loses it, where she's like, wow, I thought we were going to go on a date. And instead, you were just using me to go see this boy. And you weren't even going on a date with a boy. And like, I can't do this anymore Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, honey. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So maybe it's not episode nine. Maybe it's earlier than that. But yeah, like I thought that I was going to have a night alone with you. And then I did this nice thing for you. And instead, like you almost got us all killed. And what's worse is you don't care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I I thought this was girls night out just at that took me out I was so waiting for her to say like I thought it was a date too and I was like (laughs) well I I feel like they've like hinted that in season two maybe they're gonna go there but I do not want to get too excited what are you gonna say Devin we can't get too attached to anything ever I know obviously as we well know (laughs) yes um how very dare you (laughs) I'm sorry um but I am (laughs) sorry everybody I'm sorry um I did read well first of all I saw the clip of Jenna Ortega being like Wednesday in a perfect world yeah yeah but on December 26th 2022 some of you may remember it um there was a headline that said creators aren't ruling out future lesbian relationship and then there was a quote inside the article that said sometimes characters reveal themselves and i was yes. like is it in episode one in a fucking lesbian flag sweater <laughs> <laughs> that's what talking about 
they've been revealed. You, is that we didn't what we're intend, going with? We didn't intend to write them this way. You intended. Like, well, we did. <laughs> but, also, but also because, listen, here's the thing. When you have a show where, like, their their whole romance for Wednesday, the whole season, like, the 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 canon shut up everyone the canon romance okay is like, <laughs> like uh, is with tyler who ends up being the big evil monster of the whole season right the only other thing that they even come close to building up is the stuff with um xavier yeah with Who's... xavier and it's unclear if he's even gonna be in the show moving forward because he's got all sorts of <laughs> allegations against him now so i'm like listen you have an easy out here like there is such an easy out just, just cut just, all the men just cut he them could men. disappear there were so many little milk toast white boys i couldn't keep them straight i was <laughs> no. like they could all disappear and i would not remember by next season no. i really yeah. would not the no. only the only guy in this show that i cared about they like put in a hospital in a coma for most oh, of the eugene. season yeah i loved eugene i know eugene, eugene is literally a little that episode too. like he's definitely a little okay. gay boy I, I know him. this is like a slight aside because yeah, it has he had nothing gay, to do. Gay moms. Yes, he had gay moms. Slight aside because it has nothing to do with how gay this show is or should have been. I just need to comment on the fact that like this Wednesday was for me just as a series one of the hardest things lately about the like eight to ten episode seasons of things because you can tell they like the pacing was weird they like clearly had to try to like fit stuff in the number of episodes that they had and what it meant is that like an episode would end and then the next episode would start and it would have nothing to do with what was happening and i was super stressed when eugene gets attacked by the monster and then they just like don't even you talk don't about it for like, the first, he's okay like for, 10 like, minutes of the episode minutes, and i was yeah. like did he die? What's happening? Somebody tell me. Similarly, they did the same thing with Enid and like she's like losing her mind when the the Gorgon guy like stands her up because he stoned himself in the mirror. And then it just like isn't a thing at the beginning. They don't of the next address episode. it at all. Yeah. And I'm like, so we don't care about him anymore. Got it. Okay. <laughs> sure. Fine. What do we think about the werewolf conversion camp? Her parents are literally like, we're going to send you to a fucking conversion camp. Like, Take your gay sweater off. You're going. And like, I was like, what's they happening? Literally. Like, I'm like, yeah. this, like, I started laughing because I, I knew we were going to do this for Shut Up and Gay as I'm watching it. And I was like, they did not just have her parents say we're sending you to conversion camp. I was like, they just handed this to yes. us on a on silver, a silver platter. platter. Yes, yeah. Correct. <laughs> I was like, they're like, oh, it, is this not clear enough? Should I get a larger spoon? Yeah, they're for like, this? there's something Shovel that's different in. about you, honey, but we'll fix you. And she's like, no, we won't. That at least that was was good. Like they didn't actually send her to conversion camp, but like that was so just like, okay, so we're at family week, and you have these two gay girls who are dealing with their families in yeah. ways that only I feel like gay people. <laughs> not only gay, like everyone has family shit but like one of them her, she's like I'll never be like you mom because I'm gay and you're Morticia Adams and the yeah. other ones like her parents are like honey we love you but we don't want you to be gay anymore so like let's <laughs> deal with this <laughs> and I'm like this is this family day was so gay yeah, well, and can we also dig into the whole Morticia thing? Because she's like, I don't understand you. Like, because there's, there's a couple things that stood out to me where, like, in the very first episode when they drop her at the school and she has this yeah. thing that she says to her mom where she's like, I will never fall in love or be a housewife or have a family, you know? And she's just like, I reject everything that you have, like, 
as your life. Like, I don't want your life, mom. Like, I don't want to be like you. And then they also play up a lot, like, how close her mom and Weems were when they were in <laughs> Devin. school. Yeah. What do you like, think about, what do you think about Weems? Weems is one of the gayest things about this show. She loved yeah. Morticia so hard and so she got much. so hurt. That she never loved her back. And they they were roommates. And there was they like were all roommates. showing her up all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. And why are we really mad? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, Weems was like Weems was her co-pilot at the boat race, just like Wednesday and Enid at the boat race. And I'm just like, I just feel like there's a lot to be said for her being like, I don't want the life that you chose for yourself. Cause like you had this, you know, fucking like six foot tall Amazon woman as an option and you chose dad. <laughs> like I don't makes zero sense to me. So the entire reason she's pissed at Morticia is because her mom's not gay. <laughs> She's like, Mom, I wish you were gay. It, it would explain a lot is all I'm saying, okay? She's like, you refused to be the gay role model that I needed growing up because you just wanted to, like, bone dad on the on the kitchen table. And like, now, here I am with a roommate that I don't know how to tell her that I love her, and it's a problem. Yeah, not yeah. like should have been gay. Like, Mom, you literally could have been gay. It was like... <laughs> Six feet of a of woman right in front of you, and like you blew it. <laughs> you blew it, and yeah, uh, Weems. Yeah, Weems was we- Weems was too much woman for Morticia. You're right. <laughs> oh man, I like weirdly was like maybe wanting to ship Weems with Miss Thornhill, but then I was like, no, because. I mean, I could still go for it. Um, like, but it like, does before... one of them's a bad guy and one of them's dead, but like that won't stop us. <laughs> before, the reveal, before the reveal, I was like, oh. Let's not maybe? let that would be us. so cute. The height difference. Come the on. Are you difference. kidding me? Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Adorable. Okay. Peti- how do we, what is that thing? Where do people start the petitions to like the government? Can we petition? <laughs> to the... How do we petition how? Uncle like, Joe? We need, we need the Weems and Christina Ricci to recreate the meme with the girl up against the wall. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. Okay. We need it. I don't know well, what she's, you're talking there's about, the tall but one and the me. really short one and one of them's holding her against a wall. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but we I'm will gonna find, it. find it for you. Somebody Hold somebody on. put it in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Somebody yeah, find yeah. it put it in the chat. I'm also dying. Durgo's this episode of Should Have Been Gay has been brought to you by Incest and Necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, we did not intend for this. Uh, we did not intend for this. Uh, oh my god. I wanna oh, it's in the chat. Oh, yep. Oh, thank you. This one. Yes. Thank you. Okay, yes. We should do more live episodes. This is so much easier than trying to Google (laughs) it myself in the middle. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Got it. Okay. All I'm saying is, how do we ask Biden to make this happen? (laughs) Who do we we ask? Joe, invite (laughs) invite Christina Ricci. And And, Christine. uh, Is her name Christine? No, Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn Christine. Christine. Yeah. 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 That's all I'm This is not so much to ask. Okay. Listen. It is not. We didn't get student loan debt relief we just this is all we want this now, is okay want. that's fine <laughs> yeah it's totally worth the same thing just it's like give us Gwendolyn Chris, Christie holding Christina Ritchie up against a wall okay yes that's all <laughs> okay I want to talk about Bianca because we haven't gotten to Bianca yet mm. mm-hmm. so Bianca is the siren mm-hmm. lover beautiful <laughs> I also just feel like if we're not shipping Wednesday with Enid which I still want Wednesday with Enid 
there is some sort of chemistry between Wednesday oh, yeah. and Bianca. Yeah. She just has more chemistry with the, the girls with at the every school single than woman in the school else. than I Xavier mean, or real. Tyler. Yeah. Yes. But like that is like a true enemies to lovers kind of trope because they yeah. actually do hate each other. But like give me a next season where like they're fighting together, like they're both the best at fencing so they can beat the shit out of everyone else but not each other. You know, what like I there's want, that I okay. like the competitive. Here's my dream. I want I want to combine it all, okay? Mm-hmm. I want Enid and Wednesday dating, mm-hmm. but Enid getting a little bit jealous because of the the tension mm. between Wednesday and Bianca. So it's like, you know, yeah, they'll have like a fencing match and then like Enid storms off and Wednesday has to deal with like what is this jealousy you know, I don't understand. understand what is it. Yes. like and then someone has to like Eugene's gonna have to sit her down and be like I'm gonna explain it to you using bees <laughs> for humans because you are also we're all cottagecore lesbians on should have been gays tonight okay it's bees all around yes. um, so listen when one bee flies to a flower and then a different bee and the queen bees like that flower was for me and then so that's you and Enid and then Wednesday <laughs> She's like, I can't. <laughs> That's yes. all I want, okay? And then she has to, like, buy her flowers or something, and she's going to get her, like, a whole bouquet of, like, black flowers that kill no, you. No, she's going like... to get her a new snood. Oh, yeah. Snood. Anyways, we should write this season. Why isn't? Why does no one ever hire us for these? I did. Really... I really did see that the second season is all about Wednesday and Enid. But, like, As I don't know be. if that means it's about them. The whole first season is Wednesday and Enid. I know, Come but on. even more so. Is what it says. Talk to me, Devin, about that final episode. Talk to me about talk to me about everything Wednesday needed that happens at the end. Oh God, there's so much good Wednesday needed at the end. Because we haven't gotten there yet, and I I'm dying to know your thoughts. You have to. You might have to remind me like where that first episode starts because I know how I feel about like the ending. But I I the, don't know. I'm if talking I... I'm talking like the wolfing out. Oh, the end of, like that whole the okay end, the okay well yeah okay so. This is something she's been waiting for. And, like, she had, like, one little moment, maybe with Ajax, where she, like, got a little, like, claw action. And she was like, oh, that's interesting. But then the love of her life needs her, and that's the thing that finally pushes her over the edge to, like, fully wolf out. She just, like, hadn't met the right girl yet, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's what she was waiting for. (laughs) And... Yeah, that's, like, in the moment of, like, not not having to think about it. It just, like, happened. And it was motivated by love and then the hug. I can't yes. even talk. I can't I, even talk okay. about it. <laughs> once again, let's let's stick with the wolfing out for a second. Because Kay. once again, we are not making these parallels. They deliberately put in a parallel where she's like, oh, I'm making out with the, the snake dude. And, like, oh, yeah, I guess that, like, did something for me. That's fun. And then she full on turns when she's like i gotta protect wednesday from this fucking beast man who's about to attack her and who so conveniently happens to be the beast man that she's been like semi-dating the whole yeah series there's season. some serious rage You're there just she's like, like remember when you took him on a date and i thought yeah. it was our date yes. i'm a wolf and i'm gonna kill him 
And I'm like, <laughs> there's like, again, I didn't write the season. Listen up, writers. Like, you just, you're feeding us this, okay? It happened just like that. So that's cool. And <laughs> probably means nothing, nothing. deeper nothing. than just that they were roommates. You know, well, you know what I love too is that her parents were like, we have to put you in conversion cam to get you to wolf out. And it's actually the opposite. We needed you to fall in love with a woman to wolf out. So joke's yeah. on you. Yeah. Jokes yes. on you, parents. <laughs> but then let's also talk about the parallel of, yeah, like when Enid more like turns back down into her little sad, scratched up human form and she just looks, she's such a little, you're right. Like, what did you, some, somebody write it in the chat. What did, how did you describe Enid at the beginning? Like a little tiny sparkle rainbow bisexual. She's amazing. And she's all like small and like, did I do good? Did I do good? <laughs> and Ajax comes up to gather her and like she doesn't hug. There's no like, oh my God, my love. Like there's no nothing. She doesn't hug him. She doesn't go to him. There's no like, you know, oh, you survived. Like let's kiss faces. Nothing. No, she has one, one person that she needs to find. And there is like neither of them hesitates for a second to be like, I need to be holding you right now. Well, okay. Wait, Wednesday Wednesday does (laughs) hesitate. Wednesday does hesitate, but I feel like that hesitation is a beautiful moment. Because Enid goes to hug her and she like pulls back for a second. And then Wednesday actively hugs her, which I feel like is so important. Reminds me, you know, a lot of something else where like somebody makes a move and then somebody hesitates (laughs) and then like somebody like makes the choice to like go in which is like so much more powerful than just like not hesitating at all you're saying if only they had like locked a door and like you know deadbolts yeah yeah but that's just like deadbolt was heard round the world for (laughs) Enid and Wednesday okay yes but yes I mean that you're coming on with the attacks today that was a game moment (sighs) Devin don't bring up episode seven to me it's lived rent free in my mind for two years I'm sorry (laughs) no there was just like the oh hang on I'm blurry I gotta I gotta reset for this I'm feeling very very strongly okay the passion in that hug of a thousand sons so much the the looks on their faces the look on Enid's face are you kidding me like I don't need I don't need a kiss this is like uh, uh, it's uh. almost like she's been waiting a whole season just to be in Wednesday's (laughs) arms you know listen it is so true like we like that hug is honestly Uh, more that hug Honestly. is more satisfying than the true love's kiss from school for Chris. Did you see what Kristen just put in the chat? Yeah, well, it is. It's a better moment. She just goes, yeah. when Wednesday closed her fucking eyes, like, yes, they both just, like, melt into that hug. Like, it's, it's a... It's something. It's something else. That's all. That's all, folks. That's all we're saying. Oh, yeah. Liz in the chat lot. said they were finally home. It's so precious. It's so like wholesome and sweet and beautiful. Yeah. 
And it's also like there's something that I just love about a whole season being like, we're setting up this love triangle between Wednesday and these two forgettable boys. Which one will she pick? Which one will she fall for? And you're like, it's Enid. Which one is the murderer? Absolute morons. It's Enid. She's right there. She's see her? She's the one in the gay sweater. She's over there. Nope. She's dressed like a cat now. Look closer. It's Enid. And then they finally are like, surprise, it was Enid. Did the whole time, and you're like, you're yes, like, it was. We were right there with you. That was not it's a surprise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, truly, something to be said for the fact, like your whole season with these two men, with these two men, is which one is the murderer? Yeah, yes. like that is that. <laughs> That's yeah, correct. Yes. We yeah. never, for, uh... we never for a million years were like, oh, maybe it could have been Enid. Like we're never like questioning no. that Enid's the killer. No. And Wednesday herself is questioning that these two men are the killer, too, I feel like. So it's like, Wednesday, like, are you in love with them or do you think they're murderers? Correct. It's easy, yeah. easy yeah. for her to make that, uh, you know, get that confused. <laughs> yes. Wait, I'm dying. She's like, but I love serial killers and I'm killer. confused by Enid's rainbows. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, I want to talk about one thing that we have not, we touched on. But there was a quote that I really feel like is super important, which is they had their roommate break up, right? So they break up. She leaves. Wednesday's so sad. And she, Wednesday's like, I'm just going to fall asleep clutching this container of nail polish yeah, she also like a says, normal like, person. She says, my mom always said I would be alone, but this is the first time like I've felt it. And like, you uh, know what I mean? She's like, and you're like, oh, my God, that hurts. But then when she does. comes back, Wednesday says, Thing said he missed you. And Enid's like, I missed him too. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you gay bitches. <laughs> Just trying to like be like, oh yeah, I didn't miss you, but Thing did. Mm-hmm. That like, oh, that line killed me. It's fine. Everything's fine. I'm totally fine here. They literally were like, I missed you. I missed you. And then they're like, okay, everything's good. Ugh. Okay. Devin. Any last thoughts on Enid and Wednesday, or should we talk about some ships? Let me look at my notes. <laughs> yeah, mean, don't I miss don't miss anything, okay? I know there's a lot. This, um, we the... didn't. Go ahead. It's a whole season. It's a we whole season. We didn't talk about the Poe cup at all. I I I mentioned her being dressed like a cat. That was <laughs> that was about as much that as I got. Was one of those moments where I was like, "Look at the two of you in your little." outfits that are like equal parts like so cute and also like look at your little outfits yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. they're like i just want to look hot for you yeah, yeah. i was for like no reason uh what's going on <laughs> something gay um <laughs> <laughs> something I... homosexual is happening right now we all saw it okay yeah. i do i have a question and like i know how you both i think feel about it already and so i will defer to you but i guess like i don't know part of me and maybe it's my own like bias from a show that again we will not mention but like i kind of wonder if enid like obviously their end game we understand this but i also feel like i kind of wouldn't be surprised if even enid were sort of like pansexual she was like we're kind of open to anything and like even if that's maybe like a little discovery for her she it kind of gives me like a sterling thing where she's like yeah i don't understand like what's what's the big deal and then you've got wednesday who's like i i don't i don't understand what's happening she just 
I don't know. And maybe she is just like lesbian sweater through and through. But I was like, she just seems like such a light little, like delightful little bean. I kind of wouldn't be surprised if she just like loves everybody. I don't know. And maybe you can do that with your lesbian sweater on, but I don't know. I, think, I mean, she's I also got bisexual can. hair, so like she does. I it's in my notes. I was like, yeah. uh, the internet is like it's Harley Quinn hair. I'm like, it's the bisexual flag. It's <laughs> bisexual hair on Harley Quinn too. Let's be honest. Oh, that's like, uh, yeah. Yes. I guess that is actually true. Yes, Harley Quinn hair is. I is... did Poison Ivy and the Joker hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, fair point. <laughs> so here we are. Not um, mutually exclusive. Yes. But I agree with you. I do think that, like, she could be fluid for sure. Because, like, I do think she still has a little bit of a crush on Ajax. Like, it was not fleshed out because I feel like her character is secondary, quote-unquote, in the show. So they didn't give it that much. Mm -hmm. But, like, her claws did come out, right? So it is the kind of thing where it's like, okay, I like this, but I just have stronger feelings Yeah. for Wednesday. But, But, like, there's still feelings for both. The other thing that's hard is, like, again, it's so hard to remove the lens of, like, our own experiences when we watch shows. Because I'm like, I watch Enid, and I'm like, oh, yeah, honey, I remember. (laughs) I remember being there. I, like, you know, at Enid's age, who knows? Like, maybe she's bisexual, and that's going to stick around. Maybe she's just, like, learning about herself. Because, like, yeah, I dated guys. I enjoyed making out with them. You did, Lee? I did. <laughs> yeah. Learning new I, things I, about you. I know, but like <laughs> but also I was fifteen and I'd never dated anyone and like, yeah, it's fun. Like you're like, Oh, this is what kissing is, this is fun. Like somebody's attracted to me. That feels great. Like looking back on it, I'm like, I'm just very very homosexual and like that's my story so like it's hard because when I watch Enid I'm like that's what I see because that's the story that I'm like yeah that resonates for sure with me being like oh my god I'm like yeah I'm, I'm totally into this like like oh claws look but then like oh someone's after that girl I like like fucking Hulk Wolf. smash right like <laughs> yes. yeah okay fine like that makes sense to me but I think that like that's why I would love for them to really take a season and like Dig in, Explore man. It. Dig in. Who is Enid? Tell us. Like, tell us more. Where does that story go? Because, like, I happened to not actually be bisexual, but, like, other people are. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. like, who knows? She Season- seems a little conflicted is all I'm saying. And, like, I would like to explore further. Let's just I just want the entire second in season to just be, like, yeah, them figuring some shit out. You just want them, like, holding hands and Wednesday being like, do I like this or do I hate this? Yeah. <laughs> well, another, another thing that somebody was saying online, which I'm like, ha- has got me, like, I don't know, examining queer content in general, is, like, once the characters get together that, like, people just don't care anymore. Like, not that they don't care, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. when you think about, like, um, like, Bones went through, like, nine or ten seasons before they kissed. Right. So like we also don't even need them to kiss next season. Like I just yeah. want you to like still explore that. Do you know how long you could them. keep gays going on a slow burn? But it's like, like but Jesus. I feel like it's more difficult with que- with queer content because then like people have already started saying that Wednesday's queer baiting, which I don't agree with. Like I just don't think it's queer baiting. I think like there's this It's really, not there yet. It's, it's not like, there yet. So it's like what's the fine line of like 
how long can you push it where it's like oh will they won't they but like are you actually just pretending that they're straight will they won't they or are you giving us like two characters who are still in love but haven't like kissed you know I don't know that's just I was thinking about that today I was like do I actually want them to kiss in the second season or do I just want them like you said they hold hands or like something cute happens between the two of them and they're like huh I want like four seasons of build up until they kiss that's all (laughs) well and I feel like this obviously is not like gonna the timer is not running I feel like on Wednesday but like a lot of other queer content like you might only get two seasons or like mm-hmm. whatever so like sometimes you gotta you gotta go for it yeah make it so happen get it <laughs> Listen, as yeah. soon as they kiss you know they're getting canceled on netflix so like that's who true are we? like just yeah like, yeah just that's the thing too where out. i was like how horrible is that too where i'm like in the back of my mind lowest I'm, like, I'm like okay how about just wait to kiss so we can have more seasons but i'm like that's mm. so fucked up it's so yeah. fucked yeah huh. it is deeply fucked Yes. On that note, who do we ship, though? <laughs> Let's go. Everything's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> um, Wednesday and Enid, what's their ship name? Their real one or the new one we're going to gift them with? All of the above. The internet, from my limited research, seems to suggest when Claire. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I have seen as well, but I agree with Durr. I like Weenid. <laughs> <laughs> I love Weenit so much. Oh my god. It's Weenit. Yeah. Tell the day I die. <laughs> Why did anyone ever latch on to anything but Weenit? Like, end, let's be end honest. Day. I like no, Enday too. That's sort it's of cool. Weenit. It's Weenit. Weenit is so good. <laughs> Weenit. All right. What about um, Wednesday and Bianca? I mean, the W is just so pleasing to do everything with. Like, Bianca. It's, it's like, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's just it's a fun sound to make. Yes. Or the or the um what was it the day Weems. and Wednesday. Oh my god, Weems and Morticia also gets a W to play with. Morticia. 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 Also like beyond day. I don't know. Mm. But I also I had I had a like a left out of like complete left field ship that I had written down here that we didn't talk about which is Tyler and Xavier oh <laughs> spicy because, because I, I like feel it. like they have like there's some weird tension between the two of them right there's that underlying thing where like Tyler like was was bullying Xavier but then like he felt really bad about it and like I don't know it felt like there was like oh I get I get what you're talking about I felt yeah. like there was some really like deep-seated stuff there that it's was like, who's like they the, weren't um, telling the full truth whenever uh, they talked who's about the it. bully on uh-huh. Buffy who comes yeah. out in the later seasons do you remember what I'm talking about um, yes but uh, like it felt like there was something more to it they kept like alluding to like some yeah sort yeah. of amorphous thing that I was like am I supposed to know what's going on here yeah like I understand like what they were getting at was that Tyler used to be part more friends with those other guys who like just bully outcasts because they are bullies who bully people who are different but like then why did Tyler leave that whole thing and like why did him hurting Xavier like impact him so much Mm -hmm. did you guys like did you like bully him alone in the locker room one time (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. like things awaken some feelings yeah Yeah. like I feel like there was like yeah like maybe they had a moment 
where like it was just the two of them and like Tyler and Xavier like talked to each other and like realized they had more in common than they thought and Xavier thought that Tyler got him and then Tyler had to distance himself yeah. because he was like no I can't be gay I don't know I just like, I mean had this... also once you do know who the hide is like that does mean that Xavier goes and like locks himself in a shed and draws him all the time like just day in and day out <laughs> he's like he's like I dream of him and I just can't stop drawing him you're like... right the only two people that he draws are Tyler are the hide and Wednesday yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is a psychic link already there. Yeah. Yeah. I would also ship Ajax and Xavier just to, like, get them out of the girl's hair. (laughs) Like, I had, those were the two I had difficulty, like, telling parts sometimes. I'm like, just. Oh, Xavier, I, like, Tyler had sort of a storyline. Xavier, I was like, there is nothing going on here. No. Nothing. Like, yeah, that was. I could not okay. understand why he kept being like, so, I'm in love with you Wednesday. I was like, <laughs> why? So let's let's just give them a ship name for good measure then. So Xavier and Tyler. Okay. What um, do we got? Tyvier. We Zaylor. could also play with like Tyler being the hide. So you could have like Hiver. Hi- Ooh, okay, okay. Hivey. Tyler. 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 We're getting farther and farther away. From okay. <laughs> also, um, oh, so we already did Weems and Morticia. What yeah. about Weems and Thornhill if Thornhill wasn't? Ooh. You know, Hill. Killing Warm everyone. Weem Hill. <laughs> themes. No, Warm Hill. Themes. Warm- themes isn't bad. Warren Hill. Yeah, I like Warren Hill. Yeah. So many ships. Okay. Time, the, right. the end, the, the takeaway here, Wednesday. Should have been gay. Should have been Should've gay. Should have been gay. I'm really, I'm, into, I'm anticipating some good shit in season two. Can't wait. Right. Are you ready, Devin, for some Q and gay? As as I can be, yes. Q, 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 Q and, 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 and gay. All right, question number one. What kind of outcast are you? A, psychic, B, siren, C, gorgon, or D, werewolf? Let's go with siren. Ooh. Nice. Why do you think, Gotta get, why get do you, you say some that? fancy yeah. contacts. You just, you want the eyes. Yeah, I feel like I could rock the contacts. Mm-hmm. I feel like scales would be cool. Um, You're like, everyone's just in love with me everywhere I go, and I just don't know why. <laughs> like, how would it be different from normal? Yeah. <laughs> and Bianca's like, the hardest thing in my life is, like, I can't. Like, everyone just loves me. And you're like, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, question two. Okay. Question two. Who do you ship Wednesday with out of A, Tyler, B, Xavier, C, Enid, or D, Bianca? C Enid. Correct answer. Not Easy that there's answer. a right or wrong answer, but that's the right answer. Yes. <laughs> All right, question number three. What's your favorite Adams Family adaptation? A the Adams Family 1991. So what I'm saying there is like any of those, weren't there three? Or were yes. there two? I don't know. I'd have to any of the series that has the same cast. Um, B the Adams Family the musical. C Wednesday or D the Adams Family family from 1964 which is the original adam's family movie which i've never seen have you seen it have either of you seen it i haven't seen it um i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the 1991s however special shout out to the musical because in high school i did actually no maybe in maybe that was more college yeah i definitely like like everybody else learned pulled pulled everyone 
It's a everyone. great song. It is a great it's, song. It's a great song. It is a and, great song. And, um, yeah, like, watched a lot of, watched a lot of clips on YouTube. I mean, Wesley Taylor, what was her name that played, um... Wednesday? Never mind, it's not important. But anyway, <laughs> look, just, like, loved it. Yes. Spent a lot of college time on that. Okay, question four. This one's tough. What is the gayest Wednesday and Enid moment out of A, the snood, B, things said he missed you, C, wolfing out to save Wednesday, or D, their final hug? (gasps) (laughs) On the tag. Speechless. Speechless. Krista Rodriguez, somebody said in the chat. Yes. Thank you. Oh, my God. Um... I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with the hug. It's a good answer. Good answer, but I mean, a lot hug. of those moments are pretty gay. Yeah. Oh, pretty gay. Let's just, let's love the snoods. We, I mean, we didn't go so hard on the snood, but like Wednesday, <sighs> where is it? Like that's yes! not. That is very out of character. <laughs> yes. Right. Like that is like. <sighs> my girlfriend got me this thing, and like it really matters to her. So I'm going to wear it. But, like, like I don't want to wear this thing. You can pelt the whole time if you want to, but you're wearing it and you look so cute in it. And deep yes. down, you're, like, really happy that somebody loved you enough to make you this thing. Yes. Especially when you've built this whole persona of being, like, I don't care what anybody thinks about me or feels about me whatsoever. But, like, I refuse to make you unhappy by not wearing the thing that you knit for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyways. All right. Anyways. Final question. Are you more of an A, Wednesday, or B, Enid? We're really going for, like, opposite ends of the spectrum here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put yourself nowhere in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm more of an Enid. Mm. Yeah. Ball of sunshine. We'll send you or some rainbow you, window you decals, Weenid? you know? <laughs> I am 100% a Weenid. <laughs> Perfect. But C, on, like, Weenid. yeah, on a day-to-day average, yeah. We love Amazing. it. Also, I'm, the chat is just killing me right now. Um, <laughs> You're wearing said, all black. As That's a lesbian great. who crochets, giving your girlfriend something you crochet is very gay. Yes. 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 Wednesday and Enid are autism and ADHD solidarity. I agree. Agreed. I know. There's so um, much great. Oh, there's just such great rep in this. Devin, love Wednesday. Let all of our listeners know. Where can they find you? What do you have going on these days? They can find me on Instagram, devinhales.jpg, Twitter, hales underscore Devin, and you can watch my new heterosexual film, Icon, now streaming on Amazon Prime, Do you feel like you need to PSA it for us? Yes, (laughs) I do. Content warning, heterosexuality. Everyone still, please support Devin in a heterosexual (laughs) film. Indeed. (laughs) Everyone has been very understanding about it, and I appreciate it. Hey, what did we tell you when we had you on, though? The the gays will follow you, even to the straight stuff. And that has proved so true, and I appreciate it. <laughs> incredible. Um, and Rated also, S you have like streets. one other incredible project like coming up. Oh, um, NBD. Yes. <laughs> Maybe a musical podcast Something coming like that. to some headphones near you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if anyone desperately wants to listen to Devin and I sing about how in love we are, like NBD, just like <laughs> check out Journey to the Heart coming soon. <laughs> yes, I know, and we'll we will let all of you know when we because we haven't recorded anything yet with you, Devin. But no, when we, we get just some stuff reached recorded, out for scheduling soon, so I'm excited. We will let you all know. 
Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Bethany. Uh, if you're here, so sorry that I can't see you in here. Um, in the universe. And wherever you are, thank you in absentia <laughs> if you're gone. We're thinking of you. Yes. <laughs> what a blast. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Everyone uh, who's here to experience this with us. Yay. It is actually very different to, like, have people and have like a chat going and like have stuff going on it's it's just feels a little more you know less alone than our than our episodes do sometimes you feel alone when you're with me lee yeah it's just it's so much better having other people than ellie around please come to the next one i need you i know you know exactly what i'm talking about don't even i know i'm just messing don't you even start with me um this was great and we made it to a hundred should have been gay episodes so like truly a round of applause for everyone congratulations yay let me hear you say hip 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 we're gay we love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. And we just like to shout out some of our favorite things that we've heard every episode. So we want to shout out a couple recommendations we've gotten lately. So first of all, um, Noelle, who messaged us on Instagram and suggested uh, a should have been gay on Swan Princess. It's going on the list. Listen, they're always going on the list. Our list, <laughs> our list grows continues to grow. ever longer. And we and will we never run it. out. We love it. Another should have been gay was recommended by Charlotte. For sleepover, which has similar aquamarine vibes, she was saying, and also for essentials on White Lotus, which Lee, you haven't seen White Lotus yet. I haven't seen it yet. It's on our list. We need to watch it. Incredible show. I think we're more likely to do a Patreon episode on it, but I okay. still would love to talk about it because there's talk about it. a lot Great. of great. We'll in there. put it on the list. Yes, we'd also like to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons: Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Sarah and Julia, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye. A.D. Benitez, Fiona W., and Sophia Phillips. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much. We could not keep doing this show without your support and the support of all of our patrons. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Let's Hang Out Pod. You can email us at letshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at letshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. We're also posting clips from our episodes up on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch them. Les Hangout is an independently produced show. It's hosted by us with audio production by Ellie. Our production assistant is Krista Murison, and various other Twitter shenanigans are done by me. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate and review us on iTunes. We love hearing what you have to say, and it helps new listeners find the show. If you want to support us financially, you can also join our Patreon. You get access to ad-free episodes, our Discord chat. You get the bonus Patreon episodes that we're releasing every month. All sorts of good stuff. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash shop. We have all sorts of fun designs. Never too early to get your pride gear on. You can get that at bit.ly slash shop. Remember, we also have a queer production company. We're making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find it everywhere at Dollar Bean Prod. Or at our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. You can check out all of the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more musicals like Journey to the Heart, which we are currently working on. We are in recording sessions these we are in recording sessions for the next few weeks, which is really exciting. You can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. 
If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out.